something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know, it only takes 15 pounds of pressure to break a window. Something you probably do know, your neighbor practices chipping in the backyard. Something you probably don't know, a golf ball through your window would also take out your TV. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers, and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Let's go to the Truett Insurance and Bonding Hotline. Yeah, Bo Andrews. Yeah, Bo, are you there? I'm, I'm here, guys. How y'all doing? Oh, man, doing fantastic. This is Bo Andrews, the CEO of Southern Sky Aviation. Yeah. And uh, first off, Bo was nice enough to invite me out and let me take a tour of the yeah. place this week. I and I've been this. raving about it. Uh, <laughs> super cool stuff that you guys do, Bo. Bo, his, his tail was literally wagging as he was debriefing <laughs> me with, uh, with that visit. I hate I missed it. I mean, yeah, I could see it happening when we were walking around. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> and, uh, one of the cool things, you know, y'all, y'all have the hangers, uh, and I'm going to let you kind of tell all this, but I mean, you have the hangers with the planes. This is, you know, uh, private jet service, all of that. But, uh, one of the things y'all are real proud of, you've got this new kind of control room. Uh, and it was just like, Brock, it was just like being in the movies, man. You go yeah. in and uh, there's the dark room. You yeah, know, they got yeah. the big screens tracking planes yeah. and weather and all this. It was it was one of the coolest things I've seen. But, <laughs> the, Bo, y'all, y'all are another great example. Um, your business is growing. You're getting people in from, you know, from different places coming here to use your service. Uh, it's yeah. another great example of a, of a Birmingham business that's really kind of branching out and making us sure. look good in a, in a different way that most people aren't aware of. So For tell sure. us a little bit about it. Yeah. So, so Birmingham's home to me. So, you know, that was, that, that's exactly what I did. Uh, you know, back in, I, I guess when the, when the real estate market crashed, you know, late two thousands or so, uh, aviation just departed the Birmingham area <laughs> We wanted to give back to, you know, we wanted to bring it back and, and give back to the local economy. So that's exactly what we did. I started with one jet, uh, and we, we got the uh, FAA to sign a 135 certificate, which means you can fly for revenue. Okay. Uh, you know, and we're up to uh, we're up to seven now. And so we're a full-service aviation uh, shop. We do our own maintenance. Uh, we do outside maintenance. And then we fly on-demand charter, which is a commercial op. You know, you know, we, we'll take you from here to, uh, you know, wherever, Des Moines, Iowa, Dallas, Texas. I mean, we go all over the country and even outside the country. So, uh, and then that control room you're talking about, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot like being at Wall Street. You know, you, uh, you have, uh, you have people in there almost 24 seven. We, we do take some breaks and, and work from home in some cases, but, uh, you know, they're, they're working the logistics. They're directing traffic. They're making sure that airplane can, can logistically, and safely move from you know point A to point B. Wow! Yeah, uh, and that. Yeah. Well, Go one ahead. of the things you said that 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 really stuck with me, and I mean the the uh, the passion for what you do, yeah. I thought was amazing. Like, uh, kind of really shine through. And I think you said you you've you've been um, your dad was a missionary, and so uh, you oh. know y'all were down in the uh, Caribbean, and you know you you were on little planes, kind of island hopping, you know, with that and. Uh, I think you said you were about 13 when you really started, you know, getting on planes and just fell in love with it. Yeah, for for some reason, I was I learned the fundamentals of flight before I learned the fundamentals of driving a car. Wow. Um, and and my job when I was a kid, uh, and you're right, I was 13 years old, was to sit in the right seat of this 182 and and make sure that the engine maintained oil pressure 
and uh, and you know let somebody know if there was a needle that that moved out of the green arc. That was my job. And boy, I thought that was the most important job in the world. Sure. And I really stared at it long enough thinking, okay, one day it's going to move out. You know, fortunately it never did. <laughs> but uh, that was my job. And, and, and you're right. I think it's something that's just inside somebody that, uh, that, that just happens. Because it's the, my first flight, I was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to be a pilot. And I, and I did. Uh, well, not only, I mean, did you, like you, you got into the career of doing it and you were, you know, uh, a, I guess a corporate pilot for a local company. And then when they sold, uh, you know, y'all started Southern Sky Aviation and uh, had been really a tremendous success. You've gone, I think you said you had four employees when you started and you have 81 now. Oh, wow. So, I mean, really uh, seeing some growth. Yeah, you, that's right. Yeah, we uh, we 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 branched out really quickly, uh, almost too quickly, to be honest with you. You know, COVID. Uh, we we bridged COVID somehow. I, I don't know, but we survived COVID. I think that uh, I think that that uh, that did not help us at all, except for in our maintenance division. I think I was telling you that you know when when COVID hit, nobody yeah. flew anywhere. They're all the trade shows, so everything we, shut down. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So that was the perfect opportunity for everybody to have their airplanes worked on. So our shop was full. Our charter division was not. You know, we weren't going anywhere. But, you know, we, we made it. And, uh, and and we're trucking along, uh, you know, every, every day. You know, we're, yeah. we're fighting the fight, trying to get, trying to make it a better place and, and give back to Birmingham. We, we do, uh, you know, we try to employ uh, local people uh, here in the Birmingham metro area, or we do employ people in the local metro area um and and uh it's just a great place to be i i I couldn't imagine being anywhere else we're on the air right now with bo andrews the ceo of southern sky aviation i love that concept of you know i mean you get you get the lemon so the lemonade was we'll pivot and and turn to maintenance which i would suspect left ripples right now you have more maintenance customers out there and that that division's grown uh tony was explaining too that uh, uh you know some folks out there buy a plane and it costs and I'm going to ask you the number, but as I understood, like seven hundred. Yeah, I mean, I mean there's an arbitrary a, number, but yeah, it's but a it's lot. a giant amount of number to maintain that plane. But what you guys do is help them, perhaps, is uh, m- maybe the best model to explain to folks who aren't familiar with it, like almost like a property manager, where you'll or a you'll, condo, yeah, you'll rent out that condo to to other people to kind of offset those maintenance costs. So it's really fascinating to me to think about how all this stuff works, and you, you know, with these private jets, and and really how you guys have pivoted and expanded into different concepts. Yeah, that's right. We have a, uh, you know, we, we have eight, eight customers, I guess, who do this very thing, but I, I, I've got one who, who owns two jets and, and, and he and I've talked about it openly. So, you know, and it is an arbitrary number. I kind of just, I, yeah. I, I, I could, I do know the number. I would have to look <laughs> it up or I could at least find the number, but I'll use this number. For example, if you have a $10 million jet, uh, and in this case, this, this particular client, he has to have a jet, you know, he, he, he just has no choice. But the problem is he doesn't fly it enough to really, you know, he only flies about 30 hours a month, which is not a lot. Yeah. And so, uh, he is able to, uh, defray some of his cost of that airplane sitting around and, and lease it back to us so that we can, we can get some revenue on it. And the numbers are some, something like, uh, if if he did not lease it back to us, I'm gonna say his maintenance bill and uh, and all the other uh, variables in there be about seven hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Wow. You know, it's kind of like a boat. Sure, you know, sure. it's just expensive to have. Yeah. 
Um, and then uh, because he leases it back to us, he's able to defray about five hundred, or you know, and, and so uh, you know it's about two fifty a year. Yeah. But you know, and and that's what the model is. There's, I, I, I've not, I haven't found one yet who actually. In fact, I own one of the jets, and I don't make a profit. So I haven't found one that says, "Okay, I'm going to be profitable uh, by, ma- by by owning a jet and, and leasing it back." In fact, my favorite saying is, "You know, in this business, you can be a millionaire. You just need to start with about a hundred million dollars." <laughs> well, I tell you what, uh, you know, it's it's uh, was really cool to me too that as, apparently as word is getting out, I know nothing about the aviation industry, yeah. but uh, talking to you and then talking to Matt uh, a little bit later, they. Uh, it sounds like people are finding out about you. I think you mentioned somebody from South Carolina is now bringing their plane to you for service. And um, maybe I, I can't remember. I think I had this straight that uh, somebody even from Maine is coming to Birmingham to, wow. you know, let you guys service their planes. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a big hole here when it comes to uh, comes to service for airplanes. Um, you know, you've got Atlanta, you've got Nashville and you've got Miami, Orlando, uh, but but then you're, you you don't have another shop till you get to Dallas. Oh wow! And so a part of our um, I, well, you you do have a few shops, but you don't have a big shop until you get over to Dallas. Uh, but um, yeah, part of our model is you know bring your, you know we want to bring in everybody we can. Uh, we want to support you. We want to we want to monitor your your scheduled maintenance. I know I explained that to you. I won't bore you with that again today. But there's a lot of scheduled maintenance that has to be managed. And uh, that's what we did. So you're right. We've brought in people from Maine, uh, you know, and mostly the southeast. But I remember Maine and Ohio being on the list thinking, wow, somebody came all the way from Maine for us to fix the airplane. And they did. Yeah, well, you know, you're talking about the maintenance. One of the things I was blown away with was, uh, you know, I guess I expected it to be kind of like a garage because, I mean, you're doing maintenance on all these things. but. Brock, this place is immaculate, man. I mean, it's and I didn't understand this, but uh, all the floors were white, which I thought was really cool. It's like, look at this, but uh, apparently there's a ton of, of of rules that you have to abide by, and that was one of them, right? Yeah, that's right. You, uh, the FAA kind of dictates, you know, where. You, in fact, I didn't go into this with you, Tony, but there's uh, there there's placements on the floor for specific things, like you know, your batteries have to be in this this corner. And they can't go outside this corner. You know, your oh, your wow. fabrics, your interior shop, you know, has to be here. And so, and then you have a line around the floor. I didn't show you the line. There's a line around the short of the floor where you can't walk into unless you're a mechanic. But yes, the floor has to be clean and white. And it's so that when you drop, uh, you know, a bolt or a nut or a washer, you can find it because you know that that bolt because it goes on an airplane. Yeah, you know, it's probably about a hundred times what it would be in, in, in Lowe's or Home Depot. Oh, yeah. wow. Well, and uh, kind of going back to the growth y'all are having, y'all are uh, expanding, too. You said y'all are uh, building a new place in Pascagoula and one down in Panama City. We just opened, uh, well, we opened uh, Pascagoula about nine months ago. And, uh, yes, we just got a, a land lease down in Panama City, and we're building a FBO there. And very, very excited about that. Oh, man. I mean, how could you not? There's so much that goes into it, and we don't have time to to hit it all uh, because, I I mean, it really is something you could talk about forever. But, uh, you know, and Brock, your dad's an Air Force guy. He would probably – well, and I was I was thinking, you know, Bo, when you mentioned the 182 and looking at that oil pressure gauge, when I was 15, you know, I was born in the Air Force Academy. You wouldn't know that. My dad was at Cheyenne Mountain at the time, and they had just opened the academy. 
And so I always figured I was going to go to the Air Force Academy as a student. So I took flying lessons, you know, bless my mom and dad's heart who would take me out to <laughs> Centennial Municipal Airport in Denver. But uh, I, I flew in a 152. And so when you said a 182, I'm sitting there thinking about how luxurious that was because in the 152, you basically were shoulder to shoulder with the instructor pilot. And if somebody on the ground sneezed, I gained 10 feet of elevation. It was a <laughs> tiny little plane, but, uh, but, but awful fun to think about you in a 182 and that fun little assignment of, you know, checking that air pressure gauge yeah that well that's right it was a 182 retract too it was a retractable gear oh wow you believe that yeah well, that, that was sleek yeah for sure wow well yeah back then i thought that was a fast airplane yeah well but we're, we're we we have to run but anything uh you want to say in closing because like i say i could keep talking about it uh all hour i, I really appreciate y'all uh, having me on here and helping me get the word out and uh I really, I really am honored to be to be here uh, working in Birmingham and on your show. Yeah. So, Brock, you come by anytime you want a tour. Yeah, yeah I need to do I'm this. I'm coming back with him. I want my uh, tail to wag. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly well. <laughs> hey, Bo, have a great day. And, uh, man, we'll get you back on sometime with some more stories, okay? All right, guys. Thank you. Have All right, day. see you. Yeah, that was Bo Andrews, the CEO of Southern Sky Aviation. What makes some people successful? How can they help you on your journey? Find out with Torre. Jamie Hector is an amazing actor. There's a seriousness of craft, but I'm not thinking about craft. I'm like, I believe him. Thank you. It's funny, I was having a conversation about that the other day in regards to actors, because acting is subjective, right? For me personally, people always talk about this person is amazing, this person is not. And I'm like, if I believe you, that's it. Torre Show. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.